yes, yes, yes. You're listening to the Word Spoken Podcast, the poetry podcast that brings you the best. I'm your host, Henry. How are we all doing? We're living through kind of very weird times right now. If you're a fan of spoken word, then there aren't any open mics going on anywhere. But don't you worry, this podcast is here for you to give you your poetry fix. And this week, what we've got is another season one recap. So this is going to be part three. Um, And to help me uh, go through these poems, I brought on the lovely Billy P.N., Now, one thing I'm going to point out is if you're listening to this as a podcast form, just the audio, then the entirety of this episode is available on YouTube in video format. You can watch the lovely Billy PN and myself natter about all these poets, speak about these uh, poems that they perform on the show, but also you can watch the videos of the poets performing the poems. So I would go and check that out if you can. Just Word Spoken Podcast on YouTube. Definitely well worth a watch. So what we're doing is reviewing uh, part three of season one. Uh, We've got some amazing poets. We've got Kyla Winter, followed by Woodsy, Jamie Merrick, Jamal Hassan and Tyrone Lewis. Now, trust me, trust me. This is a stellar lineup. (laughs) You are going to enjoy this episode. There is zero doubt about that. A lot of variety um, in terms of content and style. You're going to enjoy it. This is Billy PN and myself. Season one recap, part three. Yo, Billy PN, how are you doing? Mate, I'm really well. I'm good. All things considered, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well, you know. Do you know what? I just want to say straight off the back, thank you very much for coming on and doing this with me. This is really good fun. Stop. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it's uh, really good fun. I think we're going to have a good couple of episodes. We're doing part three and and part four with yours truly. Um, so if anyone listening had the chance to listen to part one and part two of the recap, you will know roughly the kind of format that we're going to do here. Essentially, big shoes to fill for me. Big shoes to fill. We had A's on, A's on before, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no worries. But um, so essentially we're going to listen to one of the poems from each episode, from episode 10 to 19. Um, and they're going to be either the first or the second poem. Now, the reason why that is, is because the third poem is already up uh, in video format on YouTube and IGTV. So you can go and enjoy it there. So this is a chance for you to kind of recap, go through some of the other episodes. Maybe if you're new to the show now, you can listen to it and be like, oh, I want to go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> so that's the <laughs> that idea. That was good. Maybe I like mm. this poetry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I got Billy PN down to join me and I'm really excited about that. Uh, So yeah, straight up, Billy, before we go into our first poem. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, mate. I mean, look, I tried to cut myself a fringe in week one. So uh, I'm obviously coping really well. Um, I'm sort of just slowly creeping around my house, finding small things to do so I don't go slowly insane. And yes. it's not working. So, you know, we'll see what I'm like when this is all over. But for now, it's not looking great. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, you know. You know, I think I'm vaguely coping. You know, we're like, you know, we're doing this via other memes, which we wouldn't normally have done. Everything's kind of shifting a bit, aren't we? We're learning We're learning new skills. Let's put it yes, like that. Yes, the digital age has truly come for our asses. It's we really, are. <laughs> you better, like, brush up. Yeah, it, yeah. it's... I'd like... 
I like think it's a weird time, right? But I think it um, brings out the best and the worst in people. Yeah. Um, and I try to focus on the best. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, I mean? man. That's a really nice way to look at things, focusing <laughs> on the best. I'm going to try that. I'll try that. <laughs> Give it a crack. Okay, cool. So let's uh, have a little chat about Kyla Winter. So this was yes. episode 10 and uh, Kyla came onto the show. Now, she was a wonderful guest. She was such a lovely person. I met her at Chocolate Poetry Club, uh, which I know, which is where I met you as well. The place where all great poets meet, it's it where seems. I met Everywhere. All the stories the start with, so we met at Chocolate Poetry Club. <laughs> they do. It's actually like, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? But uh, so we met there and uh, I think she performed, she might have performed this piece. Yeah, in fact, she did. She did perform this piece mm. and it was wonderful. And I actually thought that you have a piece which is relatively similar to this one, don't you? Called The Commandments of Women. I do have one called The Commandments of Women. I think Kyla does it in a really interesting way in that it's like this statement of power that's what I really loved about it when I listened to it back today before we started recording I was just like I was g'd up man I listened to that like yeah no one is blocking my blessings not today (laughs) not ever I like I loved that that power that she had to it and her voice is so nice and warm and rich isn't it so I think it was like a real pleasure actually listening to that again no, you're right. Um, do you know what? I think we're just going to jump on and get straight on into it because I'm excited to it. hear it. So uh, the first piece we're going to hear on this part three recap of season one with the lovely Billy PN is Kyla Winter. And this piece is called Public Service Announcement. Amazing. Public Service Announcement. I stay active to combat passive-aggressive behaviour so I can savour the saviour in me because she was hard to find. Logic, battling creativity combined made me stay on this grind. Hamster wheel turning, guts churning, soul wanting to leap but afraid of the repercussions heaped on me. Mayhap the stats may not apply this time. Can this woman break society's paradigm? Can this artist not be starved? Can this creative space be carved into a niche rich with satisfaction? Or will I suffer the fate of Nietzsche's eternal return predestined to stay passive while my soul hungers for ascended progression never whole i stay alert to opportunities hiding around corners obscured by men in slick suits a band of corporate marauders who pretend change has happened and all is equal pay lip service to fairness their promises are deceitful because i still earn fewer pennies on the pound than they and when the gender pay gap is closed are you gonna backdate my pay nah i didn't think so so i do what is necessary i take my elder millennial mentality and produce side hustles like a baby daddy afraid of long-term monogamy my manifest destiny calls me onward and yes there will be challenges that must be conquered but wherever i go i sow seeds of change and leave an orchard in my wake so my sisters can exchange servitude for knowledge because don't get it twisted that was eve's true promise I stay on my feet making moves like Ali. I float like a butterfly but I sting like a bee. I learned how to sharpen my mind while on my face and mix a grace with just a trace of a Mona Lisa smile. I learned their tricks, made them think I'm happy with an inch when really I'm here to take the whole damn mile. But still, I've got to stay woke. My consciousness vibrating on high alert. Intuition signals code red when danger is covert. Like when fuckery people come try suck out my soul with their fake camaraderie and dishonest propositions. I will not be a willing victim of societal control. Because they can't touch me. They can't hurt me. Their toxicity slides off of me like oil on Teflon. My soul is non-stick, unconcerned with external bullshit. And I do not have the capacity to carry nonsense burdens on my shoulders when I have mountains to climb. 
You see, my friends, this is an arrogance. This is confidence. Born to a woman too tired to play out society's subservient fantasies of me because it sees she, as a lesser human being, I am not. So you see, I stay active to combat passive-aggressive behaviour so I can nurture the saviour in me and stay ready for a future set with so much uncertainty. Public service announcement. Yes. She said what she said. (laughs) That's That's a really cool poem, isn't it? It's beautiful. That's a poem. That's a poem. That is some words. Yeah, those are some words that she put together really well uh, in a lyrical format that I think really resonated with me. I don't know what, that's so good. Yeah, it is. Do you know what, there is a line where like she says it, she goes, my soul is non-stick, unconcerned with external bullshit. Love that. Yes. Love that. Yes, Kyla, tell them, tell um, them. Yeah, when she performs that live, like obviously we just heard the audio and you'll see the video, Mm -hmm. but she really kind of like puts it into it you know it's a very like yeah, all-encompassing piece for her i can see it's great yeah it was very very cool I love very it. cool yeah no she absolutely nailed it so yeah that was episode 10 she was a pleasure to have on to the show so yeah shout out to kyla she's the one shout person. out to kyla yeah she <laughs> smashed that um, so before we talk about our next poet uh i wanted to kind of briefly speak to you a little bit about how Obviously, during lockdown, the poetry community has responded uh, to the lack of open mics by having loads of virtual gigs. Uh, yeah, what what lack of open mics, Henry? Ex- there are <laughs> there's like endless amounts. Like whenever you go on your Instagram, like every evening you go on your Instagram, it's oh, like so and so's live, so and so's live. Like everybody's live. People are really going for it. What's been your reaction to it? I have really enjoyed seeing how creatively all of these nights that we love are going about this huge problem for them. Um, I think it's been really good fun seeing all the different formats. I've done a few sort of Instagram lives and people have been partnering with businesses in order to sort of use their platform and the businesses platform to sort of collaborate and get out to wider audiences. So I think there's been some really creative problem solving Uh, they can all add that to their cvs um because they've absolutely smashed it i think i've really enjoyed it have you been on many i mean i've seen you lurking in the comments no i've been oh i'm always lurking in the comments uh no i've I've been on a couple i went on rebel soapbox um i went on trouble tongues um and yeah your trouble tongue set (laughs) why i tuned in for that that was awesome man I did, so good I did a few uh, I did quite a vulgar piece on that one <laughs> some vulgarity was yeah, some was, vulgarity uh, was had yeah yeah but you know sometimes you've got to remind people that uh, we all have living bodies and we want to put them <laughs> inside of other people's bodies so <laughs> we do indeed but I think uh, yeah coming on to Trouble Tongues that's um, the the one so Sonny Green who runs that mm. has been running something every single night i think it's over 40 like by the time of recording this it's like over 40 nights in a row something silly like that 40 nights yeah he's like jesus out out in the desert like what what's he been doing (laughs) out in the poetry desert where no no one's allowed to leave the the house but we all come together yeah (laughs) it's really impressive though isn't it i mean it was insanely impressive not only that he managed to keep up the feat of endurance that is hosting a uh, poetry night every night of the week but also the what he actually managed to build there which was a community of people who were showing up every single day supporting each other by the end uh the slam that they organized was just like 
the spoken everyone was speaking about yeah. it on Instagram and and you had hundreds of people tuned in and hundreds of people voting and engaged it was like you know all of that hard work paid off into this huge amazing celebration of what he'd done and it, it was awesome man I, yeah I, I I just thought like there's I don't think there's anyone that I've seen that has smashed it as much as he has with this kind mm. of virtual scene and yeah. I think what it was really great is obviously it allowed us to do something that doesn't really happen there was we were popping off to America and then popping back to England and like poets yeah. were coming on to the live stream from all over the world um yeah. and you can't get that an open mic like you know you don't get that an open mic and from an accessibility point of view there are people who can't make it to the scene in london or in brooklyn or wherever these yes. people are tuning in or they are you know not able for any any wealth of reasons uh make it to these live nights but giving that point of access and that accessibility is so huge mm. and so um i you know it, now that everyone's doing it you think i wonder why people weren't doing this before you know it's caught it's this massive thing that's caused us to sort of reevaluate actually what we want from poetry and it's so nice to hear all of those different voices and do you like do you like think therefore that there'll be maybe a space for it after lockdown going forward i wonder if they will be i'm interested to hear what your thoughts are because i in one half of my heart i'm like yeah man this is awesome and we'll do this forever and the other half of me thinks we'll get back to the city and everyone will be already at a night every night of the week because there is already a night uh yeah. to, you know there are already all these nights um some very exciting ones probably coming up i don't know <laughs> i've got yes think about uh but you know you wonder will they keep up the momentum what do you think I, do you know what i think potentially in some form uh they might do and 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 i think the way it might kind of work is actually pretty much how trouble tongues did do it is actually mm. having a kind of worldwide slam so like trying to get as many people involved from as many different places you know creating that yeah. community feel on the instagram live like keeping it consistent i i think it i think there's definitely a case for it now obviously at the moment they've got everyone's eyeballs because no one's doing anything so it might yeah. be a bit trickier right when people do have the option to either go to a live open mic or you know to do something else but i would like to see it exist in some form still because I, I think it adds something which an open mic can't um yeah definitely i completely agree we'll see we'll see i think you know sunny's landed on some gold here and i think yeah. a few other nights have done really well for themselves so yes. i think it seems sensible to to keep going man it does okay so who was in the final woodsy right so woodsy, woodsy our very own woodsy <laughs> was in the <laughs> final of travel times <laughs> representing the uk uh he did a stellar job to be fair it was like he smashed it yeah it's um that that was an incredible final off you yeah. know just straight off the back i thought both so the other poet was uh over god what's the name chev. of the other poet chez sorry chev <laughs> uh, too much i think yes, is instagram versus it. woodsy yeah yeah it was a, a battle a battle <gasps> jinx it, jinx no but it really <laughs> no, was yeah, it, it was crazy man it was really really cool to see two proper titans who are really really good at their craft just going head to head like that and honestly you, you know of course there's the uk bias where everyone's like yeah but woodsy 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 but like everyone in the comments was having to be like although chef did a really good job yeah. just to add because like everyone was tr- it was so hard to be um objective but also yeah. uh just like insane levels of talent no true and i think you know it's um definitely something that I, as i said i really hope that it does continue going forward but we'll have to mm. see would he just killed it and i think yeah lots of people in the kind of comments section were saying like 
do you know what <laughs> actually both of you deserve this <laughs> like yeah. this can't yeah, really yeah. be this can't really be challenged so do you know what i think we should jump on and hear this piece this is a piece of his called man down uh which i'm sure you've seen him do live a, a few times i've seen Woody do this live and it's always the same effect just it's, draws on the floor it is good isn't it um we, he's got some lovely piano behind it uh so i think do you know what i think we should just jump jump on and hear it so uh the episode uh, 11 we had with woodsy is mm-hmm. the one we're going to hear now and the piece we're going to hear is called man down i was always in the corner but never in the ring but now this is my call in mental health, I'm answering, I'm in. Now you got me on the line, but never had me on the ropes. It's an uphill battle and I'm coping with the slopes. Taking more steps, making progress. I'm focused, I'm training all the time from being so stressed. Emotions just playing on my mind. I don't think that I'm depressed, but I know that I'm not happy. Just because I'm smiling on the outside doesn't mean inside that I'm not angry. Because I am, and I do feel down. Sometimes I just want to scream and say it out loud. But you know what it's like, that's not allowed You're a man, be proud They'll be telling you man up Until they're screaming man down Saying why didn't he speak up Because you put the man down Man down, man down, man down Suicide is on the rise and they're surprised by the figures Well numbers don't lie like the smiles in your pictures You've been soul searching till you're itching all the blisters Put a filter on your feelings, see them leaving in the distance Man down, man down, man down Have you ever been down in the depths of a dark place? Where the silence is so loud you can hear your heart race It's like you're in a car chase but the lights are on red You partake in heartache, text sent left on red Gone from missed out, to missed calls, to missing, to I missed them You can't put a filter on your feelings, hear them screaming in the distance Man down, man down, man down Now I'm trying, I'm training, I'm taking my time Testing my brain and my body I'm aiming for heights from the lows And I'm focused on goals and my growth So let's go and we'll grow and we'll learn Turn it around, hear the sound of a smile in my voice When I'm speaking for a while I was down and never out And now I'm proud of how I'm feeling And now I'm breathing This is more than boxing This is more than sport This is the fight against our mental health And this is fighting talk It's not always about the KO, it's about being okay. Sometimes you have to say no, we know it's gonna be okay. Speak to your friends, trust me it helps. It's not a bad thing to talk about how you felt. Fighting mental health, let's take our first steps. It's not about how many times you knock a man down, but all the times he gets up and prepares for what's next. amazing wow 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 that is that is a fire piece of work (laughs) it really gets me every time i'm like very emotional after i've just got to deep it for a second like wow okay yeah i'm ready in it (laughs) like i really don't want to like overdo how much i like these pieces but i love these pieces so every time i'm like that was amazing it's, yeah. it's hard to not feel like you're over exaggerating all the time, but it's really, really good. I think you're, I don't think you're biased. I think it's just good poems. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that one especially is so moving, and the music is just awesome. Like mm. the way that he's create produced that um, is jaw dropping, man. I love it. Yeah, do you know what he like? Does a really good job of it, and I think 
What I really like about him is he brings a professionalism which we can all strive to. Like, he oh, yeah. really, he's mastered his craft. There's no doubt about that. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, he comes from a rap background. So, in terms of lyrics and performance, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, pretty, he's, he's there, isn't he? Um, yeah. I just think he's, yeah, he's, he's really, really great. Did you get a he's chance really to listen good. to some of his Happy Place? Uh, his the EP, EP is great. It's the good. EP is really, really good. He's got some great collaboration on there as well, which is a thing you love to see in the scene and that people do strive towards. But Woodsy's done an amazing job of just getting all of these awesome poets on his EP as well. Um, yeah, it's just a real masterclass. It's something to aspire to, I think. Definitely. If I could rap or, you know, <laughs> had any knowledge of music, then maybe I could aspire to it. <laughs> It is weird though, isn't it? Because there's obviously uh, a Venn diagram there, right? Between uh, spoken yeah, word and rap. Like, and Woodsy falls in the middle. I think I remember saying that on the show to him. But like, uh, it's a similar skill, but obviously mm. it is a bit different. And uh, yeah. I don't know, to hit, to, to, to hit the niche the way that he does that well it's cool <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's this poets can rap challenge going around on instagram did you do there? it i got tagged in it so by the I. lovely luna who runs luna like Le- Le- legacy and uh i was like babe look i love her very much but i i well, come on i don't have the most the world's most authentic rap voice i don't think um so i i politely bowed out but who knows maybe if the the moment strikes me i'll yeah. stop penning my my latest bars <laughs> i did see i i got tagged by a couple of people i think ace tagged me um yeah. and who else did johnny danger and uh i really i i probably should have done it because I'm not saying i can rap i, I can't <laughs> but i like to think i can <laughs> yeah 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 i know that i like i am certain in my ability that i could write and perform a rap i just don't know if the world's ready for it um <laughs> exactly, so exactly. that's why i've held off yeah because i think that is the difference with with rap and it's something potentially mm. on average us poets find quite hard to do is typically you need a quite strong ego behind you to kind of like really deliver the performance with power like not necessarily but you need yeah i think you ego, i think you need confidence in your voice definitely a lot of I confidence think. um and look i'm not lacking in confidence henry i'm not saying that i'm just saying i don't know about the rapping no i think um credit to all these poets and rappers who can dance between the two and i think of course it's a venn diagram right like the lyricism in rap and the poetry in rap and vice versa mm. um is is always a marvel and really nice to enjoy when you see it live it is um yeah i just think i would hate to be constrained to the beat i'm like i like to pause and let everyone laugh at my jokes and stand there like and then go into the next part and maybe i'll take a little sip of my drink whereas if in a rap i'd be like speeds of sweat like oh what's the you have a lot more freedom with spoken word i think definitely definitely as a writer you do you know you as you kind of said you're not conformed uh to the beat you're not kind of having to continuously keep going and wait for the chorus Mm. or whatever you just like yeah you're right you can react a bit more back and forth with the audience yeah um you can take things in as you said allow them to have their moment to giggle at your hilarity (laughs) Uh, all that good stuff which is probably maybe why is it a bit easier i don't know Maybe it's a bit easier. I don't think it's easier or harder. <laughs> I just think they're two different crafts. They are two very um, different crafts. Take two yeah. different sets of skills, I would say. They do. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, the next poet that we had was episode Exciting. 12. And this was with the wonderful, the gorgeous Jamie Merrick. Oh, Jamie Merrick. Damn. 
This man. What a man. What a man. What a man. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's such a top guy. I really is. like Jamie very much. Yeah. He is. He's a very, he's got a very good energy about him, right? And he's very. He's got great vibes. He's got good vibes and a fantastic yeah. beard. And a fantastic beard, a fantastic sense of fashion. You know, look, do I want to be the man? Yeah, I want to be him. <laughs> uh, no, he's great. He's really good fun. And he's um, a really good example of proper like comedy poetry i really yes. like what he writes very very i always without a doubt laugh even if i've heard the poem before i'm there inst- i'm actually looking forward to the lines i know the punchline so i can <laughs> laugh again like it's great no and i think uh, like you know in this episode we're going to be listening to five different poems and i think again mm. like with open mics like with the podcast they vary so much right so yeah. you know we've had from kind of kyla's to woodsy and now and now and now to jamie's they are three completely different stories styles um but they all bring to them you know something really unique and uh what jamie brings so sorry go on well i'm just saying what 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 jamie brings is this kind of uh beautifying the bleakness of being a brit you know he just yeah yeah he just kind of paints the monotone with like illuminate like that that didn't make anything. Do you know what I mean? He makes things I get shine. What you're saying. That shouldn't. He otherwise. makes the drab sexy. Uh, I think it's really good fun, and I like that. Like you were saying earlier, the range of voices is something you've managed to curate really well because you you know you never know what to expect with word spoken. The next episode <laughs> will arrive, and you're like, oh wow, this guy, cool, okay, and then you get to learn all about them. I think that's cool, and I think Jamie was a good episode in that. Um, there hadn't really been a voice like his yet. Mm. Um, not that, that I think there's any two voices that have been the same, but it was a really unique take on the poetry scene and his sort of experience in it. So it was really interesting. Yeah, no, he. I like think it's true, and, and, and I think at an open mic night when you see him, like the same is true, right? He's a kind of mm. he's a very unique person to have on the lineup. Um, yes, and yeah. yeah, do we all want to be him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right look, let's stop blowing smoke up his ass and yeah uh, he's gonna hear this yeah thought that was he's, gonna be, he's, he's gonna be so smug isn't he he's never gonna book me again Little bastard. <laughs> um so let's hear this wonderful piece about the lovely isle of Wight, which he is slightly critical makes of. me want to visit i don't know about you <laughs> so this is jamie merrick with down the aisle Escape to the land of picturesque villages, sultry sunsets and silken sandy beaches. Swoon as the sun sinks into the sea, like a biscuit dipped into a tea. Discover the Isle of Wight, a sunny place for shady people. There's something odd happening down there. People ain't born proper. Windy promenades selling saucy postcards. Fun runs featuring substitute teachers dressed as Disney characters. Where the prize for winning the race is a polished pint glass in the face. This seaside town will drag you down. From the bungalow to the bingo, there's never not a sports direct liquidation sale on. And the nightlife is lit. Lads and birds are up for it. They do anything except you, little introspective poet. One shite nightclub opens till three is not worth the free entrance fee the streets are paved with mold and your brother continues to mess the bed at 28 years old we're gonna get him all the help he needs just don't for the love of
but fuck, let him breed. How long do you have to wait before it's too late to start living? A bresh of fresh air would do you good in this frowning seaside town where the fun fairs are unfun and unfair and multi-pat lagers not to be sold separately are sold separately. Oh, vile Isle of Wight, face down you float like a corpse in a sea of salty misery, forgotten by most maps and most people's memory. Dreams homes are packaged with trudging cabbages in shrugging marriages. Husbands despise their wives for corrupting their lives while quarrels erupt with sharpened knives. Inbreeding is more popular than book reading. With curtain twitching, bitching, self-harming and pig farming, also pretty prevalent. Adolescent mams with no knowledge of the pill, push second hand prams up a Sisyphean hill. And thank Christ for Instagram. Alana prolapses her lips into a pinkish pout and snaps an unhealthy amount of selfies. This little picky goes out to my cheeky followers. Felt cute, might delete later. Everything is stagnant, but nothing dies. Tinder sometimes works. Hi, I'm Jamie, Libra Scorpio Cuspy. I enjoy laughing and I like my women bubbly. There's a phone party near the estate if you want to go. X is sex and XS, WKD blue. Plastic phones with polyphonic ringtones. Bland one night stands above disused poundlands. Sometimes you're better off seducing your own right hand. We pray to God, but God hasn't answered our prayers, hasn't returned our calls, hasn't replied to the messages in the group chat. Even God. God is ghosting us. Two blue ticks and no text back. Nothing is worse than that. Lads with smug mugs passed down from their dads trot the high streets, berating referees on screens in their counterfeit Jeremy Clarkson jeans. VIPs in their own heads, living like OAPs in their old beds. My darling hometown, it's hard to hatch in this squalid little patch. As the allure of the grave gets stronger, fresh fruit is well avoided for fear of living longer. The wine Winding country roads may hug you, but the tracksuit bottom brutes will mug you. You need something vital to unplug you from this derivative narrative. You've left school with more STDs than GCSEs, and your girlfriend is spending your pension on lip injections. She'll take what she needs and will not bless you when you sneeze. Is this really what you bounced out the womb for? Having that haircut is bad for your health, and your doctor's advice is that you go fuck yourself. Eat some fruit and do him a favour. Check your own prostate or ask a neighbor stuck 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 in the gusset of life and i love you isle of Wight, but you weren't born right you weren't born right oh mate what a fucking funny <laughs> poem i love that so much it's a delight to listen to this to be honest isn't it it's really funny man it's good stuff there's uh so many choice moments where you can just see it so vividly in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) One of the, I mean, there's, there's literally, I like, remember on the show, I was trying to like pick out a couple of lines to like, it's just, there are so many that jump out at at you. You're right there. One of the uh, ones is that like the streets are paved with mold. Like he really, (laughs) he really plays with, uh, with the rhyming scheme though. Like he, there's, uh, mm. he really like bounces each sentence along and I think the cadence just continually shifts and then slows down yeah. and ah, I love definitely it definitely very cool and his the way he draws out his vowels when yeah. he's being really scathing in it it's just perfect yeah, yeah. and then the line where uh, where she says uh, uh, Lana prolapses her lips into a yeah. pinkish pout 
and then snaps an unhealthy amount of selfies. So whenever we are at a show that I'm at, well, the last one I was I did with him before the virus, before uh, the he virus. changed he changed it to Billy, and all of my <laughs> friends in the audience were like. Eh! <laughs> it was very very good a, good, a nice surprise <laughs> yes no that sounds a very him thing to do yeah. <laughs> did you, you am i right that you performed uh when he did the gig in beyond retro right was that was that right yeah yeah that was a charity night for uh north london action uh, against homelessness um it was like a charity thing at christmas so yeah he asked me to come along and do a little set which was great fun um and a few other people we're going to be talking about today jamal was there Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jamie performed. So, yeah, a lot of the word spoken family was. A lot of the word spoken about. I unfortunately wasn't. I really wish I was. Yeah. I remember <laughs> not being able to come. Um, it sounded like it was really cool, though. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> good, so, good, good laughs. Lots of funny, funny people doing funny, funny poems. Funny things. <laughs> I feel also, as a host, this is the, the last time we're going to like praise his ass. But as a oh, host. God. You know, he just has that kind of flailing arms energy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, is yeah it's quite in, he, quite infectious yeah he uploaded a video onto his instagram that's page. literally what i was thinking uh, about yeah yeah i i said so that was the night that i were he asked me to come along and perform at as well another night and i the crowd were just silent this video is him and this guy from a band and they're sort of having a little tete-a-tete about like get off stage you're done now and jamie handles it so so well but in so, literally everyone in the audience was just like <laughs> mouths open could not a gog could not believe how funny it was so yeah it was all right and that's the last nice thing i'll say about him yeah nothing else now, now let's just say one last thing what a dick right let's yeah just say what a dick <laughs> okay so uh the next poet right was jamal jamal hassan yes the amazing jamal what a wonderful kid and nancy yeah. yes on instagram yeah. Uh, again, another really often I've seen him many times, and he's a really funny poet as as well. I think he has the kind of aura and the vibe of a kind of stand up. Mm. Uh, yeah, very much in so. A way. Um, very much so. And I really like his stuff. And uh, yeah, the poem we're going to hear, I've seen him do a couple of times. And uh, whoa, there's a bit in the yeah. middle which I know you'll know which bit it is. Where it's kind of like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's where this is going. Okay. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) No, but he's a real uh, talent. And I've I've seen as well, he's been putting, um, during this lockdown, I've seen on Instagram that he's been kind of trying his best to uh, put his stuff to music and like looping music Mm. and building it up. And I remember him speaking about it after the show. Um, So it'd be really cool to see what he does with that. Yeah, it's this thing of all these bloody poets being really creative during lockdown that is just killing me i see all these people having all this you know amazing inspiration and i'm sat here playing lego jurassic park on my ass for the fourth day in the road just like oh why am i not inspired yeah it's tough you know sarah callahan's been learning the piano she's been jamming out yeah yeah um, yeah there's definitely a couple of people yeah so Ugh, get off that lego rest yeah get, i've got to stop playing it's addictive <laughs> um so what i was going to say is in terms of uh so i know now he's kind of putting stuff to music the poem we're going to hear isn't to music Mm -hmm. but have you played or toyed around with putting your stuff to music or is that something i have i've definitely given it a lot of thought and it's something i'm quite interested in doing i think it takes a little bit of confidence definitely um 
and it takes a bit of time and care and attention but it's something that i think can really lift a poem like we've heard with woodsy's man down when that chorus sort of you know it sort of crescendos into this amazing uh, all the strings and stuff it just really adds another layer to your poem you know um i think it was tyrone lewis it's like what are you doing with your poetry to make it commercial what are you doing with it and i think a lot of people are really finding that niche and doing it really really well so yeah yeah, hopefully i can figure something out no it's uh it's i like think it's definitely worth trying for everyone really i think for some people Mm. it won't work like there's definitely you know it's not something which everyone will find adds to their work because i think you have to be careful for it not to take away from your art form right because yeah there is it's 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 teetering to the world of rap here isn't it so you're a bit more constrained perhaps and if your style doesn't work with that i don't know maybe it's not for ev- mm. everyone is it um, yeah yeah i think it's doing it in a way that seems authentic to you not just sticking yes. a beat over your voice that doesn't mm. fit and doesn't match and that you're not you know that you're just trying to be commercial i think it's about thinking about what your what that piece means to you the music that it's you sort of feel within the piece and then finding someone that collaborate to collaborate with that yeah that sort of all comes together for so yeah it's a process definitely we've got to be in this kind of lockdown time i've been listening quite a lot to kate tempest's album oh yeah uh and that fire smoke track is just endlessly captivating for me i love it mm. I, yeah I, she's cool i just think the kind of piano in the back what, what i really love about her her kind of music is in, if you strip away the elements to it, it's, it's mm. actually relatively simple. Like she, she makes it sound unique. The like production's really cool. But in that in that fire smoke track, like those three chords, dun dun dun, like four or four four chords, it's really simple. But it sounds yeah. really unique, yeah. and the production's yeah. epic. And her vocals on that are just just awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, it's knowing when to strip back and knowing when to pump the gas and all of that sort of stuff. I think, yeah. yeah, she's done it really well. Obviously, she's doing it at this like uber professional, <laughs> best in her game kind of level. So <laughs> me, little quiet poet in my flat in Ballard might not uh, have the same sort of levels of uh, production. But like she is, yeah, she's obviously just doing yeah. it amazingly. Yeah. I didn't know. I was watching her in an interview the other day and she went to Brit school. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Did she? Yeah, she went to Brit school when she was younger. There you go. Um, so yeah. I think I, I I mentioned that to my mum once. I was like, oh, maybe I could go to the Brit school. And she was like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <Shot> <laughs> go do down, science like, GCSEs. Yeah, yeah off you go. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So let's uh, jump in and hear Jamal's poem. So this is uh, a poem called The Orgy. Um, and I think the title speaks for itself. It's a really funny yes. poem. It kind of shows his personality and his humour, but also his skill. Um, Absolutely. So I think everyone's going to really like it. So let's jump in and hear it. This is Jamal Hassan with The Orgy. Awesome. My girlfriend loves me in more than a thousand ways. So imagine my surprise when it came to my birthday and she told me there was another present up her sleeve. She led me to the bedroom for the gift I was to receive and opening the door I saw a sight that I could scarcely believe. There were five Harley Quinn cosplayers, four Shia LaBeouf impersonators, three anonymous masturbators, just to add to the ambiance, two nude paramedics so we wouldn't need an ambulance, and all that remained was her and me. 
She had organized us an orgy, the good kind of clusterfuck. She even organized and cooked up a buffet table and I couldn't believe my luck. So I disrobed and licked my lips because I was in the mood that is for food. So I started on the deviled eggs and then onto the canapes, which upset some of the guests. But what can I say? There was a smorgasbord of food and it was free. I'll admit, I kissed a panini passionately, making them think I'd gone batshit crazy, but I don't understand why they felt so confused and flummoxed. After all, the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Was it because I romanced a pizza slice? Or because I went balls deep in a bowl of rice? For you see, I really do love food. With me, it's a slippery slope. All fun and games till someone fucks a cantaloupe. But I did try returning to the orgy after I ate. But what happened next was a fate that I wouldn't even wish on war criminals or Taylor Swift because the room was a desert and I was a fish. Empty, dry and barren with me all alone, save for a desecrated buffet table with all of its contents thoroughly boned. Do they leave because they felt ignored? Because food is as good if not better than sex? Was I unappreciative to their needs? Did my privilege go unchecked? Is it because we have differing ideas of fun? Or is it because I turned a jam donut into a glazed one? I simply cannot help it when there is food abound. My soul dances and my heart sings when it's around. But it's because of behavior like this why I cannot have nice things. My passion for food overrides my body from the hairs on my skin to my very, very core. Small wonder I don't get any invites to tea parties with cakes and scones anymore. I suppose, in the end, I should just learn some self-control. Otherwise, one day, my problem will swallow me whole. Jamal Hassan. (laughs) Oh, man. That is a poem. That is so visceral. All of the food just doing stuff food shouldn't be doing is yeah awesome <laughs> what, what i love about this piece is when he when he performs it live you can see the like side of his mouth starts to grin he really yeah. enjoys the shock value of it yeah he, re- he relishes awesome in it example of yeah it's a real proper twist in a poem because <laughs> you think it's going to be like a racy poem about an orgy like you're like oh fine cool yeah i'll buck up what like All now he's food. fucking a bowl of rice and i went like, balls okay, deep oh. in a bowl of rice <laughs> it's great yeah it's really really good and then um i remember we had this conversation on the show because he did put uh taylor swift into the same box as war criminals uh yeah which i thought was quite Uh, funny (laughs) yeah and uh, you know look he said what he said uh she hasn't responded yet i'm sure she will um she will she's got somewhere she's gonna have some sort of proof that jamal uh didn't ask her to say that on the track or something like that you know imagine she sues him or something yeah. <laughs> and then that classic line i turn a jam donut into a glazed, into a glazed one. one. Oh. that's a real moment when he does that at an open mic and the room just goes oh, oh yeah but that's what you want poetry to do you want it's poetry brilliant. to make you go oh it's brilliant and, you know yeah it's it's really really funny yeah he uh yeah is a fantastic poet he has, he has his own yeah. night at extra second london obviously not happening now but it will be it will be coming back um have you ever gone to that i i I never got around to that i was yeah so i was i've not been but i was asked to come and feature and the was the one that got cancelled at the first sign of lockdown so yeah Mm. i was gutted to miss out because i've really wanted to go for the longest and um yeah so hopefully when this is all over then we'll be back in you know back in action but yeah I, i can't wait 
what he does with that night is he says, uh, so they have uh, a theme to each night. And after the performances, after the feature sets, everyone sits down in like circles and they discuss the theme, um, Mm. which I thought was really cool. You know, like every open mic night has to, and this actually is going to come on to what we're going to speak about next, but every open mic night has to kind of have, I think, its own... It's own it's USP, it, it's USP mm. right? And what makes it unique, and what makes people want to yeah. kind of come back to it? And that I think that's a really cool one. I haven't heard of that. Um, no, it sort of forces you to actually engage with what they're trying to to discuss. So it's like you know, I think they've had themes of like all sorts of themes that you sort of wouldn't really talk about in a group full of a circle mm. full of maybe strangers. So yeah. I think it's a really nice way to encourage people to yeah open up and discuss and I it like must it be interesting i really yeah i really want to go when it's back up i'm there um so yeah <laughs> extra second london i think the instagram is extra second and then ldn i think yeah kind of like the whole fisky and uh, mind over matter L, yeah, well, L- LDN, LDN is pretty. LDN's pretty standard, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I definitely refer to London as LDN. LDN. More than <laughs> um, so yeah, talking of open mics, we've got something in the pipeline, Ooh, don't we? Do we? I don't know, Henry. I'm being coy. We do. Yes, we have something in the pipeline. Yes. Uh, Myself, you and A's. Yeah, the dream team. The dream team. I think you know. I'm so excited, and 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 I think. When this lockdown ends, blah, 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 people can be in the same room as each other and not wear, like, mm. whatever. Uh, open mics are going to go crazy. Yes, They're going to they go are. mental. They're going to they be are. so busy. Um, yeah. Everyone's been writing, mo- mostly. Everyone's not oh, been going stop to open saying mics. That, Henry. Yeah, everyone oh. apart from you has been writing. <laughs> um, but everyone, you know, has, has had this time off, had this time to yeah. maybe think about their creative process, what they mm-hmm. want to do and it's gonna all be unleashed i can sense it i just can't wait everyone is starving hungry for live poetry i can feel it in the air yeah more so than not that it's like everyone's got this new joie de vivre i think when it will come when this is over everyone's there's not going to be any more oh i'm tired i think i'll skip tonight everyone is going to be engaged they're going to want it's like a cultural reset you know We'll all be sat in our home offices, never having to go to work again. This is in my dreamland, by the way. Uh, and, um, you know, we'll have all the time in the world for these creative pursuits, or at least we'll feel like we did. Whereas yeah. previously, I think we were, everyone was quite bogged down. Oh, there's a night on every night of the week. I'm tired, blah, blah. And now I'm like, there was a night on every night of the week. And there were nights I went home and ate pasta on my own. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? You're right. So... Yeah, it's nice to sort of have that reset and re-engage with things. I think it'll be really exciting. Yeah, do you know what I like? I'm so excited and I think, you know, it's going to be a word-spoken open mic. We're going to involve the podcast somehow. So um, essentially the winner from like an audience vote will have their performance played out on the podcast. Um, Yeah. Hopefully people are going to really like it. And I think each of us three are going to bring something different to the team. And I'm just... Ah, I think so I think it's like I'm really excited imagining it and I think it will be really good fun and I think like you said having this podcast tied to it people are already fans of the podcast uh, and they listen and they enjoy it and uh, you you know you can tell from the response you had from your open mic submissions Mm. that people are keen to be a part of it and join in the fun and and be you know have their poems on the podcast so what better way than to uh, compete for it. I think that adds a little element of spice. And I think, you know, if you don't want to compete, you don't have to compete. Of and course. it would just all be really great vibes with three of the hottest young poets. <laughs> <I've ever seen>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if only. 
<laughs> if only. Uh, but no, it will be, I think, a really good laugh and I'm proper excited to get yeah. it all kicked off. So am I. Okay, cool. So let's speak about the last poet that we're going to speak about in this section. And this yeah. is the wonderful, the very talented, the highly acclaimed, let's just get this out, published yeah. poet. Titles, give him titles. titles. I can't think of any other titles. He's a video editor by trade. It's Tyrone Lewis. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. And again, a very talented guy. He has his book out, which is called Blackish, um, Mm -hmm. which I urge people to go and buy. Uh, Not physically. Support artists. Yeah. Support (laughs) artists. Yes. Um, And uh, he's he's great, isn't he? Again. His episode was like a how to on how to you know follow your dreams and become like he was like look i don't do it full time so i don't have a horse in this race but if i were doing you know this is how i got my book deal here's how i went on a tour here's how blah blah it was i honestly listened to it like oh my god yes make notes make notes like it was really really good and he's someone that's does it for the love of it and has been doing it for such a long time and has such interesting perspective on the scene yeah he does yeah it was a real pleasure to listen to that no you're right and i think as you kind of mentioned there because he's been doing this for about 14 years Mm. um or he was at the time recording he 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 does know a lot about the scene he knows what works and what doesn't work he's he's been meeting people in the scene for all of that time um and yeah you're right he has a different insight to it like most of the other people that have been on the show in terms of years have been doing it significantly less than he has yeah Um, definitely and so he really did have a lot a lot to say i like remember kind of asking him questions throwing stuff up and sat there like soaking oil in like yeah yeah he's really knowledgeable and i really i I enjoyed that he's you know he's funny with it and he's interesting and he's engaged but also like his poetry is just all it's like he's managed um you don't see a lot of people especially at open mic nights who have been doing it for 14 years Mm -mm. and i i think is that i don't know why that might be but i i guess maybe because people get a bit jaded by it or you know stop being as engaged after they've been doing it for years and years and years or expect some sort of progression so don't go to the open mics but i see tyrone at open mics all the time he's really fun and you know like i just love that it's like obviously something he's really loves and is passionate about and it really comes across it um, does yeah yeah no you're right look i uh think we should jump on here this is a wonderful poem we're going to end on a bit of a kind of tearjerker like lovely piece it's called mum poem poem. it is about his mum um so should we hear it Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Yes, please. So the final <laughs> poem we're going to hear on this part three of the recap sessions is Tyrone Lewis with Mum Poem. This one's about me and my mum. She taught me sarcasm before she taught me how to walk. Made sure I knew I was a Tottenham fan before I knew my time's table. And she showed me Star Wars before she showed me how to dress. And my mother has a TARDIS heart. It may not look like much on the outside, but best believe it's bigger on the inside. I have lost myself down its hallways for all the space and time. I still keep finding new doors to explore. And I'm sorry, Falcor, but my mum's love is more never-ending than your story. It's more unbreakable than your movie, M. Night, and it's serving more realness than any look I've seen on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. You could easily be fooled into thinking her heart has never been broken. I know it skipped a couple of beats in high school but i think all those crushes did was soften it i know it's got a lot of love for idris and denzel and a bit of will and all of adrian lester but i don't know if my father was the first she let into it maybe he helped her fix it held it in place up until the divorce but after that i expect there must have been a couple of cracks though i've never seen any fragments of it strewn across our living room floor 
No stray shards have fallen into any of our dinners. If there are any pieces missing, she's kept them well hidden. Just between all of us, I think my mum's a magician. She had me believing she was 27 till I was 11, kept appearing and reappearing at all of my football matches, all my poach nights, scratch that. My mum's a superhero, strong enough to carry me and all of my fuck-ups on one hand, whilst breaking down every obstacle in front of her with the other. She doesn't need any spandex, but Kevin Feige is currently working on producing her Marvel standalone film, scratch that. My mother is a wrestler and just surpassed Oscar and Goldberg for the longest undefeated streak in WWE history because I have seen her hurt, but I've never seen her beaten. Scratch that. My mum would beat your mum. Scratch that. My mum would beat your dad. Scratch that. My mum's a scratch that. My mum scratched that. My, 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 my record scratch. And my mother has a TARDIS heart. It may not look like much on the outside, but best believe it's bigger than the love that she receives. And I am trying to make up for it. That I'm too busy being shit. I keep spending my nights swimming in Stella to avoid going home. I keep messing up my life knowing that she will always be there to clean it up. I keep trying to buy smiles, ignoring the ones that she gives me for free. And I am agreeing with Elton John and Blue because there's a word that I need to say to her, but it seems so hard right now. So instead, here's this poem. This one's for me and my mum. So that was Tyron Lewis with Mum Poem. My heart. That just makes my heart swell. I love it. His mum, the story he tells before he did it in the episode uh, where Mm. he said that he wrote all of the slam poems for the slam and then his mum was in the audience. It's just like, it's like a movie. I love it. Um, Yeah, it's a really lovely piece. Yeah, it's, I I think, you know, uh, people sometimes write about their parents. I did recently. and You did, uh, and it was so good, Henry. That poem (laughs) gave me all the feelings in my heart. (laughs) It was, um, it's it's something that I actually didn't show to my mum for a little while. Mm. And I don't really know why. I just, I never got round to it. Like she was meant to come over for the weekend and then she couldn't because of all this. So I was going to do it then, but it's very intense writing about something like that. I think it must be. I've never done a poem about my mum and she's asked me about it. She's like, where's my poem? And I'm like, mummy, I don't have the words. Like, I love you. I don't know what to say. I love you so much. So I think more power to people who can take all of that emotion and feeling and put it into something so succinct and also heartfelt. Your mums are very lucky, both yours and Tyrone's. Sorry, (laughs) mum, if you're listening, which you probably will be because you're my number one fan. I'm very sorry. (laughs) (laughs) sorry mum hashtag sorry mum yeah (laughs) well look that brings this part three to a close it's been a wonderful episode like i've enjoyed it so much we've had kyla winter woodsy jamie merrick jamal hassan and tyrone lewis what a lineup um it's been a lot of fun hasn't it i've really enjoyed it yeah i've really enjoyed it thank you so much for having me to chat about these awesome people (laughs) you're more than welcome um so look we are gonna have of course a part four where we finish off season one so stay where you are everybody it will be out next week um so i just want to say for this week billy thank you so much for joining me my I've enjoyed it. pleasure i've loved it thank you for having me you're the best host in the world and i say that completely unbiasedly um it's been a joy and a pleasure <laughs> okay brilliant well look we'll say a little goodbye to everyone here we'll see everyone next week thank you billy thank you for Bye. listening see you all next week <laughs>